Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Crush Your Goals with Christy podcast, the business podcast where you'll find clarity over confusion, community over competition, and the confidence to crush your goals. I'm your host, Christy Johnson, wedding photographer of 14 years and business strategist and online business manager dedicated to helping you create and grow the business of your dreams. Today, I want to talk to you about some common website mistakes that I see all the time that I think could be losing you sales. A website is one of the most important tools that you have as a business owner to communicate your value and turn leads into clients. So let's dive right in with a few really common website mistakes. Number one, the first one that I see the most is having no clear customer journey. When people go on your website, what do you want them to do? What is your objective? When they land on your website, they need to be able to determine three things very quickly. Number one, what do you do? Number two, is this for me? Like, am I a person that that this website is selling to? And number three, how do I get in touch or how do I book? If your website is not answering those questions within 10 seconds or less, then you are losing sales because people are going to be confused by your website and they're going to move on to someone else. So not having a clear customer journey is a big detriment to your business. Secondly, not having any clear calls to action. If you just put information on your website, uh, I see this happen a lot with photographers. For example, they have photos and they're beautiful photos, but they're not telling the customer what to do. What do you want them to do? Do you want them to fill out your contact form? Do you want them to view your investment page, your pricing page? Do you want them to send you an email? Do you want them to schedule a session? What is it that you want them to do? If there's no clear call to action multiple times throughout the website, then they're going to get confused and they're not going to know what to do. Maybe some people will head over to your contact page and get in touch. But if it's confusing and they are on the website and they're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, then they're just going to click right off of there. So you need to have clear calls to action. And don't use a weak call to action like learn more. I hate that one. Learn more about what? Learn, do, like, what? It should instead be something like get in touch or book now or contact me. Or if you want them to learn more about something, say, view pricing info. Be specific about what it is that you want them to do. Have a clear call to action so that when they get on their website, when they get on your website, they know what to do. This is a big pet peeve of mine, especially for restaurants. I'm hungry. I want to go to their website and I want to order food. And I go to their website and there's nothing that says, view the menu or there's nothing that says order now. Like I'm looking for that order now button. I want to know, do you offer online delivery or do you not? And instead I have to read five pages about their business history and their vision and their mission. And I don't know how to order the food that I want right now. You need to have a clear call to action. People are going to spend less than 10 seconds on your site before they decide if they want to keep going or leave. The third website mistake that I see that is really common is leaving mobile as an afterthought or worse, not even having a mobile version. 
we can't do this. Google is now prioritizing mobile versions of websites because more people than ever are browsing on their phones. So make sure that your mobile site is a top priority, not an afterthought. A lot of website editors like Squarespace will make it really easy for you to have a mobile version of your site and Show It will do it with a little bit of tweaking. If you're using Show It, I recommend designing your desktop and mobile sites side by side so that when you make changes on your desktop uh, version, you go ahead and make them right away. The worst thing is designing your entire website and it looks beautiful on desktop and then you go to mobile and you're like, oh my goodness, I have to fix all of these things. Go ahead and design it side by side. That's an option that you can do in Show It. Thirdly, oh, I'm sorry, that was third. Fourthly, using hard to read fonts. Script fonts are beautiful, handwritten fonts. They're so fun. We like it because they're fun and fancy, but they are hard to read. Never ever put a full sentence in a script font and especially never ever put a whole paragraph in a script font or um, a, don't put a whole paragraph in all caps and especially don't do the thing where you capitalize every single word of the paragraph. That is so hard to read. If you're using a script font or a handwritten font, use it sparingly. Only put it for key action words or one word at a time, maybe two, but not more than that. Because overall, the main thing of your website is it needs to clearly communicate what you want to communicate to your customers. If you're using hard to read fonts, then that is just going to have them just go right out the door. Another thing along these lines is making your font too small. That is not great. Make sure it's an easy to read font and use that more more than any other font. Fifth, describing your services just based on facts is a huge problem that I see in websites and not having a clear tagline or a value proposition that sets you apart from other people. If you want more help with this, listen to episode 80, Understanding Your Client's Needs. I talked a lot about how to set up your offer and describe your services in a way that communicates emotion and sets you apart from others. So don't just describe your services based on facts. Okay, now let's talk about five elements that your website needs to have. Number one, you need to have a header section with a tagline and a call to action. Your tagline should be strong and clearly communicate what you do in a way that makes sense to your clients. Never sacrifice clarity over cutesy, okay? It should be clear. A header section with a tagline and a call to action. Secondly, a clear customer journey. We talked about this a little bit, but make sure that you have it clearly laid out on your website. You can read Marketing Made Simple by Donald Miller to get some help with this. Next, make sure there is easy navigation on the top of the website that stays on the top as you scroll. It's a really simple change you can make to really elevate your website so that if people get lost, they're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, they have those buttons at the top to easily navigate your website. Next, make sure you have a contact page on your website and make sure the contact page includes an email address, okay? And lastly, you want to have a services page or a products page if you're a product-based business owner to clearly describe what you do. Again, keep in mind, people, when they show up on your website, they want to know, what do you do? Is this for me? And how do I get in touch with you? So having a services page is going to be a place where they can go and decide more about if this is for them or not and 
turn them from a lead into a client. So those are five elements that your website should have. Now let's talk about how to elevate your website. Number one, obviously work with a brand designer and a website designer. They are really, really going to set you apart from others. If you do not have the money to work with a designer, then start with an elevated template. Find a template that elevates what you have to offer and don't change too much on the template because you're not a designer. So it's probably best to stick with the template unless you really do have a savviness around design, then stick with the, the elevated template and start there and just input your information into that. Third, make sure you're choosing high-end fonts. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone to a website and they're using outdated old school fonts that just look cheap. Don't do it. Next, stick with just a few colors. Don't go crazy with your colors. And again, make sure everything is easy to read. Clarity is king. And then finally, get in your customer's head. Ask specific questions that you think the customer would be asking. Again, they're going to want to know, what do you do? Is this for me? And how do I get in touch with you? If you're not sure if you're getting in your customer's head, after you design your website, show it to a friend or several friends and ask them, hey, could you tell me what is this website about? What is it that this website is selling to you? And what, do, what does the website want you to do? What is your next step after being on this website? If they can't answer those questions, then there's something wrong with your design and you haven't gotten into your customers' heads. And last, ask them, hey, if, if I were to give you this page, how would you book with me or get in touch with me? Is it easy for you to figure that out within five seconds? If they can't figure it out within five seconds, it's too complicated. Finally, I want to talk about some of my favorite website platforms really quickly. I highly recommend Squarespace and show it. Squarespace is a great option if you don't have a huge budget to get started. They have beautiful website templates. It's really easy to edit, but you are limited in what you can do because it's a block-based editor. My favorite website platform is ShowIt. It is a little bit more pricey, but it is fully customizable. You can do literally anything with ShowIt. You don't have to know any code at all. You can just drag things around. Now, because it's not block-based like Squarespace, it is a little bit more complicated. So I would recommend working with a designer or really browsing their resources that they have on how to, uh, how to edit design. Both of these platforms have really great customer support if you get stuck, so I would recommend sticking with one of those. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this jam-packed uh, jam episode about websites. I would encourage you to head over to episode five on how to create a website and what every website needs to have for a more in-depth look on websites. Get in touch with me if you want a website audit. I can help you audit your website. I can also offer template customization. I can help you get your template set up and put your information in there. So contact me at christyjohnsoncreative.com slash contact. I'll see you next week.